As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, the Penguins got killed at Toronto last night. Four zip. Just one of those nights. I'm not sure the Penguins have lost their defensive mojo, as some are suggesting and writing. I just think it was a bad night. The Leafs scored three of their goals in about five minutes. So that was definitely a bad five minutes. But the Penguins had been 5-1-1 since the bye going into that game last night, so it's not exactly time to panic. I would like to see a better effort tomorrow at home against Buffalo, and yes, a better effort defensively. Win a couple draws, too. Here's the hidden stat from last night. The Leafs scored three goals off draws. The Penguins lost, well, I'll get to it later, That's what's called a tease in the radio business. The Penguins lost a shocking percentage of their draws. And that was perhaps the most unacceptable thing about that loss last night. And Matt Murray could have played better, but when you get shut out, what's the difference? That's what's so delightful about Twitter. Right after the game, I get on, and Twitter is blaming Matt Murray, Chris Letang, and Jack Johnson. Because that's who Twitter always friggin' blames. Twitter didn't even notice three goals scored directly off draws. Washington lost to Montreal in overtime, so the Penguins are captured tied for first in the Metro Division, and the Penguins have a game in hand still. The Penguins visit D.C. on Sunday uh, afternoon, and I will be at the Rail Yard in Bridgeville to watch the game, so come join me. I love that place. That's the Rail Yard in Bridgeville Sunday for the Penguins game. Ovi got career goal number 699 last night against Montreal. And Washington tied the game with the goalie pulled before losing in OT. The Caps have scored with the goalie out eight times this year. That is a crazy stat. That's got to be a record. And there's still a couple months to go in the season. This is the Mark Madden Show. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Or you can at me via Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. If you'd like to overreact to the Penguins losing at Toronto, feel free to call in. We're optimistic about the Pirates and Duck Hodges, too. But whenever the Penguins lose, it's time to trade this guy, bench that guy, or fire the other guy. FFS. 
The NFL player reps are discussing the CBA. They should say no. Flat out no. Turn it down, period. Say no to 17 games. And say no because the old CBA still has over a year on it. Why the frig would any union agree to a new deal this far out? The closer you get to a work stoppage, the bigger the threat that management and ownership lose money, the more you get in the CBA. That's Union 101. Football has more risk than any sport. Football has a short career span. You get your body broke and your brain broke. The players deserve better than this CBA. And the schedule should not go to 17 games. Nobody wants more football besides the owners and the networks. Have you heard anybody out there, any of your friends, football fans, even the diehards, have you heard any of them say, gee, I wish there were more NFL games. I wish the schedule was longer. Frig no. They're not saying that. Uh, the fans seem aligned with the owners, at least uh, the local yokels. Why? Answer that. Why? Why the frig would fans root for the owners in an NFL labor dispute? I don't get that at all. The players are jerks. The owners are worse. The owners trample, take, bully, and give so very little back. Art Rooney is better than most of them, but he's still an owner. He still wants what they all want. I hate when people compare what they do to playing football. Some idiot on Twitter posted, well, I'm a prison guard, and I could get stabbed. Okay, so what? Who gives a frig if you get stabbed? No one turns on the TV to see you do whatever, get stabbed. You're not on HBO's Oz. Everyone imagines they have their own reality show. It's how they make themselves feel important. People think that players should be happy with little pissy things like the rosters are going to go from 53 to 55, so that's 64 more jobs. Yeah, at the NFL's minimum wage. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, David Ortiz, big poppy. Spit on the hands, broken English, etc. He called Mike Fires a snitch because Fires uh, tattled to a couple sports writers about the Astro sign stealing. Fires played with Houston in 17, played with Oakland this past year. This big poppy, big phony, he didn't get shot on the streets in the Dominican because he's a stand-up guy. Big poppy, big phony, he flunked the steroids test. I just don't need David Ortiz to be my moral compass. Ortiz is this guy who's a big fat a-hole, but he talks in broken English and makes himself into a cartoon character, spits on the hands, so everybody loves him. So why'd he get shot? Why'd he flunk the steroids test? It's not because everybody loves him. I can assure you of that. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy uh, was a catcher for the Oakland A's in 2018, and he says the A's told the commissioner's office then about the Astros sign stealing in 2018, and the commissioner did nothing until fires went public. That makes Manfred look bad, but like I keep saying... What the owners think and all that matters, only they can get rid of Rob Manfred. And for that to happen, TV ratings and revenue have to go down. Have to go down, and that has to be traceable to this Astro sign-stealing thing. Mostly I want to talk Penguins. I, I won't panic over 
when they lose for the second time in regulation over the last eight games. So many Penguins fans seem predisposed to panic. It must be high expectations. Like I said, you illogically think the Pirates won't suck too bad, and you thought Doc Hodges was a good quarterback, but the Penguins better win every game. Uh, Dominic Cahoon's hurt. He took a shot to the knee last night. He didn't practice today. Uh, he is characterized as day-to-day by Penguins coach Mike Sullivan. And really, aren't we all? Boston got Andres Case from Anaheim for first-round pick. David Backus and a prospect. Case has seven goals. He's signed through next year. He's okay. But that deal makes the deal the Penguins made for Zucker look all the better. There's a new Spider-Man movie being made. And the word is that Spider-Man may be bisexual and with a boyfriend. I can't wait to see him shoot those webs. Yikes. I'm at the rail yard Sunday for the Penguins game. you got IWC Wrestling tomorrow night at Court Time Sports Center in Elizabeth featuring the great Brian Pillman Jr. Better Call Saul. Season premiere Sunday on AMC. What a weekend it's going to be, and I am all the way live till 6 p.m. right here on the X. Uh, I just saw something running across the bottom of the uh, of the screen on ESPN. Mike Fires, uh, the the uh, former Houston pitcher who talked to the media about the Astros sign stealing and really got the ball rolling in terms of everything that's happened since. He's getting death threats. He says it's no big deal. Uh, Josh Reddick of the Astros says he's also getting death threats. Now, in Reddick's case, that's just too bad. A, you reap what you sow. B, nobody's going to kill him or Mike Fires or kill anybody over side stealing. You have an idea how many times I've been threatened with violence over 24 glorious years? And no one's ever tried a friggin' thing. People just like the blah, blah, blah and feel tough and strong and important. But people who do that are A, bluffing, and B, the worst kind of loser. 412-333-9939. Up next, uh, going to talk about the uh, NFL CBA. And by the way, we've got Andrew Brandt, who writes for Sports Illustrated's Monday Morning Quarterback. He's been really ahead of the curve reporting on uh, the CBA behind the scenes, and he'll join me at 5.30. But I'll talk more about that just around the corner because it sounds to me like the NFL owners are taking the stance of take it or leave it on the CBA proposal. If I'm the players, I leave it. And like Tom Cruise said in Tropic Thunder, and as always, I can't do the high voice like he did. I, and you, unless you could actually say the F word, it, it doesn't play as well, but GFY. And we got Colby Armstrong at 415 talking hockey. So it is one heck of a day at sea. We got Jack and John on hold. We'll get to them in a second. It's the award winning Mark Madden show here on 1059. The Penguins are talking to uh, New Jersey about Wayne Simmons, the uh, former Flyers power forward. Uh, I wouldn't be interested. I think he's just too slow and washed up. 
I don't know what he brings to the table that Patrick Hornquist doesn't already bring in better. I don't know, fourth line grit, yada yada. Would he help more than uh, Sam Lafferty? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, looking at last night's 4-0 loss at Toronto, it's tough to get too nuts so about the Penguins losing when three goals against came off the draw. It was a bad game and a fluky loss to some degree. Check out these numbers. The Penguins lost 62% of the draws. Gino lost 73% of his draws. Yikes. Teddy Bluger lost 83% of his draws. Was Bluger even used the stick? You add all that up with three goals right off the draw, Penguins could have played a lot better, didn't generate many opportunities, and obviously did not score a goal. But losing all them draws took a big bite out of the Penguins. Uh, even a bad game like that, though. Chad Ruida was even on the plus-minus. Maybe this guy's okay, and I just don't see it. He's consistent. I give him that for sure. Uh, Cahoon, like I said, day-to-day. A lot of teams are having injury problems. Columbus already had Seth Jones out. He might be the best defenseman in the league. And now Oliver Bjorkstrand will miss the rest of the regular season. He's their leading goal scorer. I expect the Blue Jackets will fade now. Uh, Buffalo put Zach Bogosian on waivers. He's a decent defenseman who's had some hip problems. I'd say the Penguins should take a look, but he's right-handed, and that's Rue Weedle for depth. Let's go to Jack in the car. Jack, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I'm in Kitty Hawk. But anyhow, I'm with you. No Simmons. I like to see something like an off sandwich and somebody like that come back for defense. Okay, who, but who, anyhow, who would you suggest Penn, specifically? Because Ulf's too old. Yeah, I mean, someone like him is what yeah, I meant. Who, who's but, like him? You know, I'm, I'm not for certain who's available right, right now. Great analysis. There's really nobody like him because the game's not like that anymore. Right. Well, with the pens and the tie in the Met with the caps, uh, it's like a brand-new season. So my question to you is, shouldn't we use Jari steady the rest of the way with Murray as a backup when no. needed? With Murray, no. Anything with else? Having, no. With Anything Murray else? Having, well, with Murray having two no. cups under his belt. No. Wouldn't the, no. Anything else? It just seems like Jari it, it put the pressure Which on Which part of no do. don't you effing understand? The rotation's okay. working. No. Anything okay. else? No, I just thought we'd put the pressure on Hopi. Yeah, goodbye. Sorry. Yo, when you're stupid, at least learn to take no for an answer. Don't compound your stupidity. The rotation's working. I guess they got to pick somebody uh, when the playoff time comes, but right now the rotation's working. If you made me pick one right now, I'd be hard-pressed to not pick Jari, but Murray's playing good. And maybe Jari's playing good because Murray's pushing him and vice versa. If anything, I'd be tempted to rotate in the playoffs. Maybe use that old Boston Bruin-style rotation from the 70s with EJ and Jerry Cheevers. You play till you lose. Let's go to John in White Oak. John, you're on with Double M. Mark, good day, sir. I said good day. You're right to focus on the face-off percentage is really the tail of the tape from last night's game. Um, and I know who else is focusing on that, those statistics. That's the Toronto 
coaching staff. I think what you see there is just a really gutsy response by those players. Um, because really, when you're talking about things that you can control in hockey, it's winning those draws. You know, beat the man across from. Well, I agree about I winning the draws, and it's very tough to practice. Improvement on that has to be organic. You can't duplicate game situations uh, when you work on faceoffs in practice. Now, was it you know a gutsy response? Was it a matter of they played so bad Tuesday they couldn't play any worse? I don't know. I still think that's a very poorly constructed hockey team. What say you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, they play too much on the outside, and they don't really have that net front presence that I can see. Well, it's not so much uh, that. They just can't play defense. The goaltender can't stop the puck. Yeah, yeah. Having, we, we're really spoiled with, with our goaltenders um, and their ability to play, certainly Jari, to play the puck. Um, the one thing I, I also wanted to ask you is, do you ever see our defensemen kind of getting confused, like, below the goal line, Whenever, depending on what goal he's playing, because I think it's no, I don't see that at all. Okay, I I I don't think think they forget who's in goal when the puck gets dumped into their end. That was kind of my question. No, I don't see that at all. Thank you for the call. Wait, is that Muzz or or oh oh, crap? You know what somebody asked me about, and this is a legitimate question. I thought that guy was going to ask it. Sometimes you'll see a Penguin defenseman pressure the puck in the corner and his partner will come over and help him instead of picking up the front of the net. But that's by design. The center picks up the front of the net then. It's a matter of who's closer and who can do what quicker. 412-333-9939. Buffalo in time tomorrow. Jack Eichel is having a great year. Eichel's always going to be the guy who got drafted number two after McDavid. But he's got 33 goals and 42 assists in 59 games, and he's plus 13. Maybe plus minus don't mean much to the analytics geekazoids. But if you're plus 13 on a crap team, you're doing something right. But the Sabres are way out of the playoffs. Eichel is just another one of them young stars who can't elevate his team. You watch when the playoffs come. Eichel and McJesus. And Austin Matthews, I bet two of the three don't make the playoffs, and it wouldn't shock me if none of the above did. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, I can't get over the bisexual Spider-Man. Slinging those webs. It would not be hard to make a porn parody of that, my friend. Not hard at all. But that's what she said. Uh we're going to talk more about the uh, NFL CBA. Like I said, we got Andrew Brandt joining me at 5.30. Uh, J.J. Watt already said no. Houston Texans superstar. Hard no on the CBA proposal. I hope the players dig in, but I don't think they will because they're going to get to smoke pot without being suspended under the new proposal. To make that a focal point, of agreeing to a CBA, that would be reefer madness. Get it? I bet that's how it turns out, though. 105.9 X. This it all. If they want. The X at 105.9. If I'm the NFL Players Association, the only way I agree to play 17 games ever is if all contracts are fully guaranteed. MLB got that. The NBA and the NHL got that. 
The NFL is the most dangerous league. The players get their brains broken and their bodies broken. It's also the most profitable league. How can NFL players not have guaranteed contracts? Now, Darren Ravel is reporting, quote, I'm hearing NFL players are being told that there's not much negotiation here, that this is the deal the owners are presenting, and if they don't take it, it's strike slash lockout next year. Billionaires are in a better position than millionaires. Do the players fold, unquote. I think they will. Keep them high, keep them happy. The players want to smoke pot. That shouldn't be the big concession, but in the minds of too many of them, it will be. Keep them high and keep them happy. I don't think the players will accept the CBA offer like this weekend. I think they might initially say no, but ultimately say yes. I saw a debate at a Steeler fanboy webpage about Deion Kane's going to make the team at wide receiver and not Ryan Switzer. Okay, wake up. Switzer is Ben's Bobo, so he's going to make the team. I'm not knocking Ben. A lot of stars have Bobos, but that's how it is, and that's what will happen. Uh, Juju's posting all kinds of workout photos and videos. Uh, But will that translate into catching balls? Will that translate into being healthy? And the big question is, does that excuse Juju for pretty much wasting the entire 2019 season? I say, don't know, don't know, and no. Let's go to Ricky and Blonox. Ricky, you're on with Double M. What's up, Dubs? Um, do you, by, by chance, do you have a Bobo in the industry? No. No, I'm, I'm Bobo-less. Okay, so... Um, I am Sans about Matt, Bobo. About Matt Murray, um, at what point will his two cups wear off and you, you know, won't give him credit for being good, a define good wear regular off. season goal? What's that? What do you mean wear off? I mean, in terms of you sticking for the guy, he... he he really hasn't been. You're right. Good. If he had played perfect last night, they would have tied 0-0. He's the reason they lost. See, you're a typical Twitter twit. You have in your mind who gets blamed before the game even starts. No, I don't think Murray was the real reason they lost last night. Oh, well, thanks for that bold admission but, in a 4 nothing loss. At what point are you – I mean, four goals. First off, what's the difference what I think? I'm not picking who starts the friggin' games, am I? I don't think he should have started last night. They're doing a rotation. Rotation. Yeah, yeah, but, you know but, what rotation means, right? One guy yeah, plays, the, then the other plays. Rotation. And yeah, it's really no, I, worked. And since January yeah, but, 1st, Murray's numbers have been better than Jari's. Rotation. Yeah, but Vampire Boy got the back-to-back two well, The minute ago. you start name-calling, you lose all your credibility. I mean, you're a simpleton, a freak, a low-life talk show caller who, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't mean dookie. See, now I started calling names. How'd that feel in response to Vampire Boy? And you can call me a fat F if you want and come find me, and I'll beat you to a pulp. Mark, we don't need violence. Oh, okay, but we do need to insult Matt Murray, right? Vampire Boy, is that what you said? Vampire Boy got you Stanley Cups. Okay, you have more in common with a vampire because you suck. You know what? Actually, I think Jimmy Howard would have won as goalie on those teams. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. See, you're, you're a Twitter twit. 
You make up your mind who you don't like, and then you blame that person whenever they lose. You call the show pretty often. Don't anymore. Thanks for the call. Let's go to uh, Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. What's going on? What up? Hey, I'm just curious why you think that the NFL owners would be the ones to give up more in the CBA the closer it comes to running out. I would think that the thought of losing money would be way worse on the players than the owner, and they'd be the ones giving up a lot at the end. Well, the owners would be losing more money than the players. The owners obviously yeah. own their teams in perpetuity if they want, so they could make but it up I, at some point. But the owners are billionaires, and billionaires don't want to lose even a dime. Yeah, I, no, I get that. I would just think that the owners could make it up by raising prices of this or that, and the players could never And they certainly will do and, and always have. But I've never heard of a union, any union, that accepts the first offer, let alone when the CBA still has 13 months to go. I've oh, never no, I, heard of that. What would be the point or the good of the players doing that? I, I, I don't think they should accept it right away either. I just don't know how much more they'd be able to get from the owners in the meantime. Well, here's what I would do. I would ask for guaranteed money on all contracts, and then I would use that to get other stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that it doesn't seem to me thing. like they're even asking for anything. I, I think they're so taken aback with this offer being made, you know, with 13 months to go in the CBA. I, I don't know what their negotiating stance is, or even if they have one. I I think they've been taken aback a little bit, don't you? I, I do, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the call. Good stuff. That's a good call. Let's go to Tony in Chicago. Tony, you're on with Double M. Thank you, sir, for taking my call. Last night I uh, was watching Coach Coach Sullivan, and I just, I, I, you know, he gets really in, emotionally involved, and he takes it, I think, personally, like he didn't do enough. I, I just want to yeah, say I didn't Coach sense Sullivan, that at all. I think he was upset by their uh, lack of defensive uh, uh, play last night, but they let up three goals off draws. I think that's where the problem began and ended uh, on one night in Toronto. I understand. I've heard him. He, I heard him actually say before that he didn't do enough to motivate his team. And I just, I like the way he gets emotionally invested into this team. He really cares. I think he's a lot more time. calculated than you think he is. Oh, he's great. I, he's led us to the promised land twice. Yeah, and, yeah I, and I, I read the papers. I think when you think yeah. that he's emotionally involved and he says he could have done more, I think he's taking the heat off the players a little bit while at the same trying to motivate them by questioning their, their defensive acumen last night. Yeah, you know what, Mark, I got to say, he when he talks about bringing swagger to the game and everything, like he really takes pride in this team, just like a fan. I've been a fan since No, not just like a fan. I mean, uh, he's the coach. He's maybe the best coach they've ever had outside of Badger. Yeah, he is. And, and Scott, I gotta, you know, Scott has more cups than anybody, Scotty Bowman. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Alex Ovechkin, my career goal number seven hundred against the Penguins Sunday. Although he does play tomorrow against New Jersey, and I would bet on him scoring against New Jersey. I'd bet on me scoring against New Jersey. Uh, if he gets number seven hundred, whether it's uh, tomorrow against the Devils or, or Sunday against the Penguins, good for him. But I hope he doesn't against the Penguins. So somebody whack him on the hands right off the bat. 
Uh, that was a big debate on Twitter. Would you cheer if you're at the game and Ovi gets 700? Yeah, I would, but I hope he doesn't. Uh, Ovi's been a great opponent, a worthy adversary. I respect him a heck of a lot more since he won his cup, but I hope he doesn't score 700 against the Penguins. If he does fair play, I will recognize, but I hope he doesn't. Now, we were talking to that dipstick a few minutes ago about Murray. And I like the rotation. I think it's working. You see, that's how, if you actually want to understand the sport, use your eyes and use common sense. That dipstick who called before talking about vampire boy Murray, the rotation's working. Look at something and understand what's happening. Look at the numbers. Both goalies are playing better in the rotation than they were before the rotation. Although Jari didn't play so much before the rotation. But I will say, if Murray's in goal Sunday at D.C., I don't like it. I've said many times, I can't believe Sullivan doesn't want to see how the Caps forecheck would deal with Jari's puck handling. But this reminds me of when I used to be into bestiality, sadism, and necrophilia. After a while, you feel like you're beating a dead horse. Let me say that with more... Uh, Enunciation. When I used to be into bestiality, sadism, and necrophilia, after a while you feel like you're beating a dead horse. Get it? If, if you don't spit the words out properly for the setup line, the punchline means nothing. Now, I'm sure a lot of Penguins fans will make the trip to D.C. Sunday. i got to do that one of these days. Get the win and celebrate on the steps across the street afterward. Uh... I was at Leo's sports page in New Kent last night. It was great. Among those on hand was Troy Hill. Not the Pittsburgh neighborhood, which is near where I grew up, on Montreux. But Troy Hill, the former defensive back at Pitt. And for the Pittsburgh Maulers. Remember him, Troy Hill. And his lovely wife is Billy Varner's sister. Billy Varner played basketball at Valley High School in Notre Dame. Remember him? Uh, it was great to see Troy and catch up. Uh, I love New Ken. That's why I like Leos. Billy Varner, B.B. Flannery, Benji Pryor, a lot of good hoopers. Troy Hill's kid is a stud white out of Cal PA. Tyson Hill. He's got almost 120 catches over the last two years. He's going to go pro. You watch. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Okay, let's reset. Let's get you to call in about crap that you won't know anything about and misspeak discussing, but I got more than two hours to kill yet. Uh, what do you make of Ortiz calling fires a snitch? You know what I think? I think most of you think fires is a snitch. But I think if you do, you're a jerk and Ortiz is a jerk. I think the NFL players should tell the owners to stick the CBA where the sun don't shine, at least initially. I guess the player reps are discussing that as we speak. We're talking about the Penguins losing to the Leafs last night. Let me go over those face-off stats once again. And I'm not saying that the face-offs are the primary reason they lost the game, but these are some shocking numbers. And by the way, you want hockey talk, you listen to me and nobody else. Because I would guarantee that no one else on sports radio in this town even brought up the face-offs talking about the Penguins today. But the Penguins lost 62% of the draws. Gino lost 73%. Teddy Bluger lost 83%. And the Penguins gave up three goals off draws. Three out of four off draws. 
So if you want to microanalyze why they lost the game, start with the draws. 412-333-WXDX. It's the Mark Madden Show. we got Colby Armstrong on next hour. We'll talk to him about that because one thing to reemphasize, it's tough to work on draws in practice. You just can't see the situation or the urgency. That's Colby Armstrong next hour here on The X. Tom Pellicero just tweeted this. The NFLPA's Board of Representatives is no longer planning to vote today on the proposed CBA. Instead, the Board and NFLPA Executive Committee hope to meet soon with the NFL Management Council Executive Committee and vote thereafter. In other words, they want to negotiate. And the word is that the owners say it's take it or leave it. So we will see how this plays out. I asked before, I haven't got any answers. I sense that uh, most fans are siding with the owners. Why would you side with the monolithic billionaire greed merchants? And another question that ties in. Do you want more football? Do you want a 17th game? Are you passionate about that 17th game, are you passionate about the NFL not playing enough? Because I think the NFL plays too many games as is. I think every sport plays too many games as is. Do you know when the Super Bowl would be if the schedule goes to 17 games? The Super Bowl would be the day before President's Day. The Super Bowl would have been just this past Sunday. That's how long the friggin' NFL season would last. Do you really want that? Does anybody really want that besides the owners and the network? Because I don't think so. 412-333-9939. Here's how you know when your career is over. Remember, uh, would you call them a rap group or an R&B group? I don't know. Bone Thugs and Harmony? Remember them? Well, they got a sponsorship deal with Buffalo Wild Wings, and they are now boneless thugs in harmony. That got to be a joke, right? Except I don't think it is. I think they do have this sponsorship with Buffalo Wild Wings. My God. Like I said, that's how you know when your career is well and truly over. This segment brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at cwelectricalservices.com. And by the Ford King, Richard Bazzi, Schultz Ford in Wexford, Farmerville, and now in the South Hills. We've been talking about that loss last night in Toronto. Maple Leafs got their first three goals within five minutes. They got three of their four goals right off the faceoff. The Penguins lost 62% of the draws. I thought the draws were the big story in last night's game. I thought Matt Murray could have played better, but when you score zero, uh, it doesn't really matter how the goaltender plays. Uh, There was a big fuss made today at a couple of the uh, websites about the Penguins have lost their defensive mojo. I don't see that. I mean, it wasn't a perfect game on either side of the puck last night. Penguins didn't do much right. 
But I was more distressed by their inability to generate chances than I was how they played defensively. Like I said, they lost three goals off draws. Kapanen got behind the Penguin defense for that breakaway goal. I just think the Penguins played bad in general. And tomorrow against Buffalo at 1 o'clock at uh, PPG Paints Arena, they got to play better in general. Uh, Cahoon's day today. Got hit in the knee with a shot last night. Hopefully he plays tomorrow or isn't out too long. I'd hate to see the Penguins, like, dump three games in a row. So tomorrow against Buffalo is crucial because you never know what's going to happen in uh, Washington, although the Penguins won there the last time, and the Capitals are definitely in a bad patch, having lost last night in overtime to Montreal. I still can't get over that the Capitals have scored eight goals this year with the goalie pulled. Maybe they should just play without a goalie. They're nights Holtby plays, they might as well. You know, we talk about our goalie controversy here in Pittsburgh. It's not only a controversy here. It's a rotation, and it's working. And since January 1st, Murray has outplayed Jari statistically, but they're, they're pretty close. It's working. In Washington, Holtby sucks, and that Samsonov kid's playing good, the rookie. That's their goaltending. That's a tougher puzzle to sort out because you know, Holtby like Murray has won a cup Samsonov well, Jari's not a rookie but this is his first stretch of significant play and obviously the same for Samsonov in Washington but uh, Jari and Murray are both playing good whereas one guy in Washington stinks and the other's playing his socks off but the guy who stinks is still likely to get the call when the playoffs start. Then again, when the Caps won the Cup, you may recall, they dropped a couple games to Columbus. They yanked Holtby, put in Grabauer, then went back to Holtby. Holtby had been sufficiently awakened and played pretty well after that. Let's go to Chainsaw in the car. Chainsaw, you're on with double F. What up, man? What up, man? Uh, I'm not really sure what our record is on back-to-back games, but, I mean, Toronto definitely made an adjustment, and probably with that what 1-2-2 two, two maybe zone that they were playing. And, like I said, with the back I thought they were playing man-to-man, but putting extra pressure on it about the three-point arc. Right, right, which was preventing that pass that we like to try to make, and we couldn't really generate too much offense as opposed to just dumping it in. Now, moving forward, do you think that adjustment, because it seems like a few teams have done that, I think the Leafs have provided a blueprint to beat the Penguins. I think the Penguins probably won't win another game this season. Thank you for the call. Why are you overanalyzing? They lost the game after being 5-1-1 since the break. That is so typical Penguin fan. That is so typical Twitter. Every loss is an effing disaster. And oh my God, what happened? We got to fix it. They lost the game. That's all. 412-333-9939. Uh... You know, I've been kind of marveling that people are supporting the owners in the CBA thing, the NFL. People are supporting Ortiz for calling fires a snitch. I guess you all belong to gangs. In just 30 seconds, uh, more CBA talk. I'm going to tell you exactly why the NFL players should turn down the CBA proposal. 105.9.